Welcome back to our Naked Podcast. My name is Kessler. My name is Thomas. Brand new week, brand new episode, even though yeah. it's been a little bit. Yes. Um, obviously, you can tell how long it's been. We actually like recorded the podcast we're about to talk about, but... And then we, we lost everything. Everything. Like, we did a full... We did it first time. We did, like, five takes of it. Then on the sixth take, we did it successfully. Everything worked out right. But right when we went to upload it, it was like, no. Our software crashed, and they're like, no, not today. Not happening. We're not uploading any your, podcast. Your free, your free uh, light version has ran out, and we're not even going to let you save this file. You got to redo the whole thing the until, whole you, until you pay us money. Thing. But yeah, I mean, so that's been that's been our week dealing with you know computer issues. I feel like we have a lot of computer issues when it comes. We need to get better into yeah. technology, understand it better. We're, we're new at this, you know. We haven't, you know, it's not like we've been doing this but for decades or anything. This 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 is the last time that I foresee us going through a long period where we don't upload anything. Yes, cause because we should we have it. We now have the official software. And we actually can space it out now more. We we came up with a plan that should work perfectly, so it never goes. A plan on. that goes on top of the plan that we already had. Yes, so it's even better. More. Ooh, I almost burped for a second. Anyways, guys, uh, a quick rundown of our our week so far. Um, nothing really interesting happened. Uh, no, uh, too big. there's been the division. The division that yeah. that came out and we played it. Yes, and we got tired of it. Well. Yeah, uh, we got uh, tired, we of got tired of it. Nah, uh, we ain't gonna shit on the division. But anyways, I'm more excited for like I'm not sure if you even looked at it, but like uh, the other day was Final Fantasy 15's uh, latest like big conference thing uncovering, and that game was like gone. It took almost like eight years of development because I I remember that game in high school and I was excited for it, but now it's coming out in September, which is my birth month. But it's at the end of September, but still, that's awesome. And I already pre-ordered it. I uh, I heard they're also coming out with an anime and a movie. Yeah, they're coming out with an anime. The first episode is actually on YouTube. Watched it. It's pretty good. And, yeah, the movie is going to be about his father. That's supposed to, like, go along with the game, too. But the deluxe edition I bought comes with the movie. So I'm just like, what, do I beat the game first and then watch a movie? No, they'll probably give more on uh, yeah. that later on when well, it's yeah. supposed to be coming out. I've never actually played a single Final Fantasy game in my well, life. If you want to start with one, even though it's not too old, I would say seven, but there's also great older ones too. But Final Fantasy VII is a good starting point. If you ever I heard the remastering Final Fantasy VII for the PlayStation and they 4. are, so you can wait for that too, but that's probably like 2017. And they're going to do it by ep- episodic. So that might be an interesting way to take on it. Anyways, guys, uh, you you ready to jump into it? Uh, yeah, man. All right. Um, this week's our uh, podcast will be about our childhood. And when we talk about our childhood, we're talking about you know the things we did after school. We would come home and relax and chill and really have our downtime. Now that we're adults, we don't we don't really get those opportunities because we got other things to do. But we can reminisce about the things we liked, and one of the things we liked the most. We're definitely cartoons, cereal, and video games. Definitely video games. I mean, we still like video games to this day. But um, definitely like back back in the day was when uh, like the video games that we played back then and stuff. That's that's what got us into being yeah. into video games. Now they were timeless classics, at least to us. They I, might I, be timeless. I, now. I feel like a lot of the older games that came out. I mean, they're still. 
It's pretty well, popular today. Uh, like we just said, Final Fantasy VII, which is was a game in the '90s, is getting remastered. Yep, remade, that's PS4. how many people love it. And, and I mean, I can't. I don't even know how many times that Zelda Ocarina of Time has been remastered over the yeah. years for GameCube, and the that's, Wii, and that's 3DS. Still perfect. As and they, they've kept pretty much the same game all along the way. Yeah, but let's just let's just jump into let's it. Into so, it. cartoons when we were younger. Cartoons that we watched, you know, let's to break it down easily. Let's start out with like uh, the 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 channels that we watch, like WB, Fox, Cartoon Network, Disney, or like if you watch Boomerang, I remember that. But like the cla- old Boomerang classics. was the old school one on Cartoon like Network, Flintstones wasn't it? and stuff. Yeah, it even got its own channel on cable. But you know, I guess I'll jump it off. I want to start with WB because it's easier and more refresh in my mind because I remember Saturday morning cartoons after a long week of. Hard, intense school. That's how I felt as a kid. It was, school was so hard. Hard, intense. And I was just like, oh, I got to study. But anyways, when I had those Saturday mornings, I got to watch my shows like uh, Pokemon, of course. The newest up, uh, newest ones come out on Saturday. Don't know why I said it that way, but I did. But yes. Wasn't Pokemon on Cartoon Network? No, it was on WB. No, it was for, it was ran by four kids. Uh, I could have I could have swore it was on Cartoon Network. And this guy's younger than me too. It's, it's, you know, kids these po- days. Pokemon Pokemon was definitely eventually on Cartoon. Eventually, Network. but it came out on WB first. Okay, I believe you. So get it right, bro. Hey, you, you know better than I do, bro, bro. But anyways, uh, yeah, that it was just the first start. I remember watching the Indigo League of the first Pokemon, the Johto League, and even going to like Pokemon Championships, I believe. Yeah. I remember, so mine was also for WB for Kids, uh, Channel 7, where I'm from. Uh, Channel 10 in my block. 7 in the morning until 8. Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh. So it'd be two episodes, back-to-back. Yeah, it'd be, it was the first season of Yu-Gi-Oh. Speaking of which, I watched like two episodes of Yu-Gi-Oh today, like on Netflix. Just, I know just that's random. I, just, I was just, like, I want to read because I know they're redoing. They're they're going to expand more on Yu Gi Oh, rebring it back, uh, a new season with Yu Gi and his pals and stuff. Yeah, I was in so uh, I was in the perfect age it. group for like Yu Gi Oh. I think I was like seven when it came out. Yeah, and so I was just like I was in that perfect area to get into it. But I could talk about Yu Gi Oh for forever. Like you had the cards and everything. I had the cards. Did you go extreme as like get the the. The card placement thing, the the one from the Duelist Kingdoms. The, oh, the I disc. had I had the first Duel Disc that came out with uh, the Battle City season, Battle City. <laughs> and then I got the second Duel Disc that came out when uh, Yu Gi Oh GX came out, and they oh had a gosh. new type of Duel Disc. I even I even paid a hundred dollars. Well, I got them for Christmas. I didn't pay a hundred dollars, <laughs> but for the three God cards, they're like the rarest cards. They're- all for three hundred. All, all, all for one hundred dollars. Like three cards for one hundred dollars. Damn, you were obsessed with the game. Uh, do you uh, still have those cards? Or I do. I do back home. Back home, they're not worth so, anything. Well, yeah, yeah. They're nowadays, like, I know, like tournament wise, they're like banned or something. Or you yeah, can't you can't use, use them. them in tournaments. And Two like every sa- every Saturday morning at Toys R Us, there'd be Yu Gi Oh tournaments, and I would go up there, and my dad would take me there and stuff. You duel. They take all my friends. Yeah, and we just do duel on the floor or on tables at Toys R Us, and it's just this big Yu Gi Oh get together. Was it extreme? No, it was. It was just. It was more like just a bunch of kids like all playing Yu Gi Oh together. Like for me, like I would play Yu Gi Oh a lot in my band class. Like we would play. Like if we had a free day, we would sit and playing Yu Gi Oh. And I remember one day that broke my heart. I was like, band class is over. And I'm walking to lunch. I carry my binder and I have my Yu-Gi-Oh cards on top of my binder. I'm just like, 
go into the lunch cafeteria, get my food, sit down, I'm like, sit my binder down, like, where's my Yu-Gi-Oh cards? They were gone. Someone stole them? I dropped them. Yeah, someone stole them because I dropped them. I ran. I was like, my, my Yu-Gi-Oh cards, where are they? And then I can't find so them. So to this day, you have no clue what happened to those I, cards. I, they're gone. That was my best deck. And then my friend helped me build another deck. It was like an Earth deck, but I was just getting destroyed after that. I already, my deck was already like, and was sad because I finally beat a dude who always beat my butt that, that very day. Then lost my deck. And that deck was gone. And that was like when I was almost done. I was almost done with Yu-Gi-Oh! at that point because I was just like, I can't do it, man. I well, can't build another deck. A duelist is nothing without their deck. So yeah. it's safe to say that... I truly believed in the heart of the cards and the heart of the cards... They didn't believe in you, bud. Took off on me, dude. Yeah, they, they dipped out. But another... Right. What? I was going to say, what else? What else did we watch? Um, On WB, I watched Jackie Chan Adventures. Of course, okay. Static Shock. Static Shock. Um, was Freakazoid? I think Freakazoid, yeah, Freakazoid was on there. You remember Freakazoid? I've never heard of Freakazoid before. It was like he had like superpowers, but it was like a, a zanky, goofy kind of superhero dude. This guy turns for it was weird, but it was a, it was a pretty good show. Uh, uh, Looney Tunes. I forgot Wacky Tune Adventures. Wacky. Looney Tunes? No, not it wasn't Looney Tunes. It was like Warner B's things. It was the Warner Brothers. Warner thing. Brothers. Which would be Looney Tunes, but it was like more about. Uh, I forgot. I have no clue either. Uh, I watched Metabots. Oh, Metabots! I'm not sure what channel that came on though. I remember watching that on Cartoon Network. Oh, another along with uh, Beyblade. What uh, along oh. with Yu-Gi-Oh was <laughs> Beyblade. Beyblade. Yep. Uh, let it rip. Beyblade was another game. Like, cause I got, I had, I first got in Pokemon bought the cards, then Yu-Gi-Oh, and then Beyblade came out, and I. Just couldn't afford a spin top for fifteen dollars. I was like, "Why can't I just go to the dollar yeah, store that had the f- spin tops and like and use that against people?" Those Beyblades were expensive. Yeah. I remember I had so many different ones. I even had like a toolbox that had like my dad got me, and it had like screwdrivers and everything that would fit all the screws for the Beyblades. And so all my friends in the neighborhood they would always come over when we needed to take apart our Beyblades. Kess was serious about this stuff. Yeah, like, I mean, it was like, like, come on, friends. We got to. It was like, come to my garage. We have a big tournament next week. We got to make sure our Beyblades are up to standards. Yeah, I mean, we, we we would play each other in the like, garage like, like all the time. We put like blades and stuff at the end or something. Like, how? why did it need so many tools? You just had that many Yeah, you almost had to have like a, a science degree to put these things together, oh, like a shoot. mechanics degree. Was it like, like less the, weight, more spin time and stuff like that? I guess. I don't did know. Did you even have like the dome thing they built or did you build your own? Oh, we had a dome thing, but oh, we okay. mostly just put it on my garage floor. But um, I remember, because it'd be like the bottom piece, right? Yes. And then you'd have another piece that would like click in there, and then you'd screw it together. And then you would drop the metal disc ring around that, and it would like click into place. What and, was like? What was your Beyblade? Because I know they all had like, their own little monster or anything. Do you remember yours? Yeah, the one I used the most was uh, Kid Dragoon. Kid Dragoon? Was it? Yeah, so it was like, so Dragoon is Tyson's main one. Yeah. And then later on the season, they all get like baby versions. So like baby Dragoon, uh, baby Dronzer, like all those. And I, I got, I had the baby Dragoon one. And oh. so it was, it was kind of, it was smaller, but it was like really fast and it, it would, it spin longer. Oh, okay. So you were, you were more for speed and then you and, could pack longevity. Oh, then smart. you could put like a big metal disc in there to make it stronger. Cause like there'd be different sizes of discs. Like you have a really skinny, Metal attack ring is what yeah. they were called, or you could have like a big thick one. 
That's that's intense. I never, I didn't get that far. I was like, I can't afford it. Yeah, there's uh, a there's a lot that went into it. Another thing that just came to mind is like Pokemon's biggest rival, at least to me in that day, and that was Dit Dit Digimon. Dan Dan Dan. I'm glad that you did the Digimon uh, the intro. I I, I honestly I believe Digimon was gonna beat Pokemon. I was like, Digimon's the best. You know, it, I like. I was like, you have one thing you focus on. That's what I like the most about Digimon. You just had one monster, and that was yours. So it had better character development. Even though I like Pikachu a lot, Ash still had all these other Pokemons, but I always would hate when Ash, those episodes of Bye Bye Butterfree episode. Oh, every time he would let his Pokemon go? Bye, bye Charizard, bye Squirtle, bye Bubble Store. I was like, why the hell would I ever get my Pokemon away? I'll put them in like the center and like, hey, you guys can do what you want, but whenever I want you, you, you're going to be real quick with me. I don't care if you find love. I don't care if uh, this is a p- nice place for you to protect. Yeah, he could have just captured that female butterfly. Go back with your team that you were in originally. You're mine now. I caught you fair and square. You stay in that pokeball. That's life. That is life. Hey, I, I expect your view, Thomas. You are my slave. Oh, God. Okay. I'm sorry. I got, got <laughs> carried away over there. <laughs> all right. All right. Thomas isn't allowed to watch Pokemon anymore. Uh, no more of that. <laughs> but, um, so. We got Pokemon. Obviously, Digimon didn't beat out Pokemon. It didn't. But they recently just came out with like a the the them older now. Yeah, it's like a four like part Pokemon Try. Did no, my bad. Digimon Try is what it's called, and it's uh the guys from the original Digi Destin older, older. Yeah, like in high school and stuff, and their adventures. I I know they've been releasing them in like parts. Yeah. I haven't watched them because I wanna. It's been so long that I forgot Digimon and. You should also know about season two Digimon stuff to to tie into the show because that's how they've been doing. Like, yeah, I, I I watched all of the first season of Digimon recently, and it was it was pretty hard to struggle through it. You know, do you? It was really made for like what it was, was made like for the kids. It was oh, made, for, made kids. for kids. Yeah, I was just like, man, this is some goofy situations these guys are in. That's hard. Like, I watched a few episodes, and I'm just like, whew, this is kind of rough. Because. <laughs> I'm more like I need like intense drama filled things to like really wrap me into a show now. I can't just be too simplistic. But still it's still like a fond memory as a child and stuff. Um as well the cartoons we yeah. got. Um moving from or we talked about a little bit about Fox, we talked about uh Warner Brothers. Let's go on to like Cartoon Network. A big thing for me, I, hopefully you remember is uh Toonami. Yep. Um I'll always remember you know, get home and tsunami starting. You see, uh, uh, the the robot kind of like cadet thing who start all the shows with chilling his chair and back boom, boom, boom. And you know, my biggest show as I was growing up and finally got really hooked. And this was my first introduction to anime when I would find out later on was Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z. I didn't get into Dragon Ball Z until like a lot later on. I remember not seeing the. I didn't see the first episode of Dragon Ball Z until I was like fourteen. I was, uh, you know, I was so hard into Dragon Ball Z. I played that at recess. My friends would pretend you played to Dragon be Ball Saiyan, Z at yeah. recess. I'm like, uh, ah, ah, we're going to try and go Super <laughs> Saiyan stuff. I was a big. I was. I was a nerd, man. I got bullied for this stuff like that. Of like, course you did. You're. you're over there trying, <laughs> I would have bullied you. You. You were in the. I was like, <sighs> bullying's not okay. KO King. But I can just imagine this dude just screaming in the middle of the playground, <laughs> yeah. trying to go. These super kids Saiyan. running around. Some of you see me throwing, throwing like fake chi moves and stuff, trying to do kame kameyama and go Super Saiyan. And 
The good old days. No. I, but I was being myself. That's the best thing. I was able to be myself yeah. and feel shame. It, it's all, it's I didn't get bullied, but you. You know, I, I persecu- persevered. persevered. Persevered is the word you're looking for. I was like, persecute. But no, persecute it. I know, I know, I know. You don't want to persecute people, Thomas. Yeah. That's wrong. Persevered. But uh, another uh, good show on Coaching Network was Codename Kids Next Door. Oh, my gosh. Why are you saying, oh, my gosh? Like, that show was so good. It was it was all right. It was more than all right, Thomas. I don't know. They were kids. I know. It was like. They and they were... had a big tree house. <laughs> and there was no. That was like every kid's dream. It was because they did adventures and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Like, Codename Kids Next Door was just. Uh, I don't like remember like I think that's when cartoons were falling off because do you remember like do I remember <laughs> uh, sorry guys we, we had a we had an audio drop so we're starting starting from uh, where it dropped off at because we're like 17 minutes in yes uh, so when I was saying about kids next door I always just felt that it didn't stay like there wasn't like a story really like it, it was like every no, it was episode. just really mission after mission after yeah. mission after mission there was like an overlying story you know spoiler alert you know if you or planning on watching Kids Next Door, then just mute it right now. But like, uh, <laughs> number sit, number is it like even on Netflix or anything? No, I don't think it's on Netflix. So you can't you can't really watch. You it probably find it on Amazon. YouTube or something. Yeah, but, but uh, doing, like number one's dad, like the old fat looking dad guy. He he used to be like know. number zero, which was like the else. original kid code name. Which was, he was like the original Kids Next Door, like the leader of everyone. And then, like, the big bad guy who was, like, his whole body was, like, black and he had, like, flame powers. That was, like, his uncle. Yeah, it, it got pretty crazy and weird. <laughs> it was a good show. I really enjoyed it. It's almost like Shaolin Monks. Was Shaolin Monks weird? I remember that. The, is that in Showdown? Oh, yeah, Shaolin. Yeah, Shaolin Showdown. Shaolin Showdown? Shaolin. Where they had the the talisman. It wasn't talismans, not like not like uh, Jackie Chan Adventures, but... Uh, they had, like, their spirit. The It was... It was they were the like items. Mystical... Mystical uh, Chinese animals like dragons and no, but yeah, but they had the items that they would put on. Oh, and they could wear. Powers. Yeah, the, the mystical items they would put them on and wear them and stuff. Sheesh. Um. Also remember, like, uh, I didn't was able to watch it as much, but like I remember the animes like uh, Gundam, Rolling Kenshin, Yu Yu Hakusho, um, uh, wait, wait, Zoids, um. And meta metabots that we just said earlier, and just like, I don't know. I really even like Sailor Moon was another show like I didn't watch too much of it, but I just know recently I've been watching Sailor Moon with my girlfriend because she's a big, well now fiance, but it got real big. Orn, we were watching rewatching the new uh, updated Sailor Moon called Sailor Moon Crystal, and it it's really good, but it's like intense. I was like, this is a child show. Cause characters be getting killed and stuff or dying like oh uh, yeah i don't deaths too. i was really big into sailor moon like when i was little you i remember were, being like five years old being in a sailor moon because i just thought she was really pretty <laughs> i was i was huge into sailor moon i haven't i haven't watched sailor moon since yeah. way it's back on, it's in on the hulu it's actually I, I actually think it's pretty good i have one of the shows on v uh like one of the episodes on vhs, VHS. actually back home i remember you had the you had a real series. Yeah, I was I was big into it. Sheesh. But um along with cartoons and all this that we did, I know one thing I had to do, especially when I was about to sit down and watch those cartoons, and that was get a bowl of cereal. I needed it. 
it just felt right. So we're gonna talk about cereals. We're gonna, now. Talk, we're gonna talk about cereals. Hey, let's talk about cereals, man. All right, so what what's your favorite types of cereal? As a kid, my favorite type of cereal was pretty much simple. Does it turn my milk into chocolate milk? So you like chocolate cereal, or does it make my milk sugary sweet? Because my folks, because we had always go to Costco, so we always get like big value boxes. So I would get the Frosted Flakes, I would get the Cocoa Puffs, I get the Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Hell, I even would get the Lucky Charms sometimes, or we would get like like just plain checks or something like that. That I was like the gross kind. That yeah, don't do just anything. like plain. I'm just like. I would then go in the, the my cabins and get like a the big bag of sugar because, you know, I'm a black man so we drink a lot of Kool Aid so we had the sugar <laughs> on standby ready to go. And I put I put like two three spoons of sugar into my checks to eat. <laughs> so bad. Alrighty then. Uh, yeah, I ate um. I can't say that I ate a lot of cereal. I was never like super big into cereal, but I mean I've tried the majority of the cereals. I I can say that I don't like any cereal. Has marshmallows in it, so I uh, I don't like the flavor of marshmallows. So like okay. Lucky Charms or like even s'mores or that's no, different. Any type. Of, oh, okay. Any type of marshmallow in a cereal, I don't okay. want it. Um, I was really big into. Was it like, I like Cocoa Puffs, of course. Yes. Reese Puffs. Reese Puffs is good. I think Captain Crunch was always my favorite. Uh, Captain Crunch. Yeah, just the regular Captain Crunch though, without the Crunch that's, Bears. That's the weirdest thing that. You you like the the regular kind? I've never liked fruity cereal. So you just like straight to the point, or what do you mean? No, I like I don't know. It's like it's like sugar sugary cereal without that fruity flavor. Like I okay. either like chocolate cereal or sugary, like Frosted Flakes, um, the regular Cap'n Crunch that's sugary. So you don't, you don't want any other flavor. You just want just a nice simple, uh, just normal taste. You don't want it to change into flavors. No, because like. I've al- always found drinking like the milk. After gross, oh okay. Because the the way I always looked at it is even though it's just milk and sugar, I always looked at it as like that's cereal residue, <laughs> just like in the milk. It just the way the way I pictured it in my head, it was just always really gross for me. So I never wanted to drink the milk. You overthought stuff as a kid. You're like, this is cereal. Residue. I really did like um, apple jacks though, right. which didn't taste like apples at all. It was cinnamon flavored. Yeah, but apple jacks was like every kid's like. I remember like middle school and elementary, everyone loved Apple Jacks. I was not Apple Jacks fan. I was just like Not ever? It's just never I was never Apple Jacks fan. I was just like Do you not like, like them at all or like would you eat them? I would eat them, but I was just like they were always like, eh. Yeah. I never was like oh, I can't wait to eat some Apple Jacks. It was just like, ugh, I, I, if there was no other option and I had it, it was like Kex versus Apple Jacks, I would of course choose the Apple Jacks because it actually had some flavor. Yeah. But if Lucky Charms was next to the Apple Jacks. I would choose the Lucky Charms. And then, like, other cereals, like uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. That was a big one. I didn't have Cinnamon Toast Crunch until I was 18. 18? 18. I'd never had it before. Oh, because you never, like, picked cereals? Your father would do it or something? Oh, no. My my family, they would let me pick cereals. It was just, like, I had ones that I liked. Oh, okay. I mean, I would would go pretty much with the same ones, like Cocoa Puffs, Reese Puffs, uh, Apple Jacks, Honeycombs. Um, There'd be times, like, where I was into Kicks. Okay. Because there's this one movie. It was called Rad. And one of the scenes before they go on like this bike chase or whatever, they're just sitting there eating a bowl of kicks. And so I was like, good product placement. Are they eating out like a big yellow bowl? Like a big like. I I don't remember the color of the bowl. Okay. Because I remember like in some movies, like, like you ever seen Friday? 
uh, with uh, Ice Cube. Ice Cube. Yeah, yeah, I've seen Friday. Yeah, so like him making a big bowl of cereal, getting that big like mixed bowl that you use to like make pancakes. Oh yeah, cereal and that like. Kids, I've seen that in kids' movies too. Where it's like, my dad's done do that, that before. He did. Yeah, he'd have a big bowl of apple jacks or like whatever cereal we have, and just pour it all in there. That's a, that's a lot of cereal. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. but it's like I don't know. I was just I was never into like fruity like Lucky Charms, um, Fruit Loops. Yeah. Uh, fruity Pebbles. I never liked any of those. I like Cocoa Pebbles. I like Fruity Pebbles, and this is weird. And I I, I know what, and I still to this day it is weird when I think about, it, but still I like it. Because after I would eat fruity pebbles and I would burp, I could retaste. I tasted the fruity pebbles again. That's disgusting. <laughs> that, that, that's that's gross as hell. So I was like, man, this is delicious. That's man. the worst I, I like, reason. Re- Just imagine, like, think- no, I can I can see your thought process. So it's like this food is good coming down, and then when I burp it, I retaste that delicious food. That's but it's gross to think about. Yeah, it's I, gross to think about. I don't even like, like to think about it. Yeah, I mean, there, it's hard to th- like pick a favorite cereal. I have a worse cereal. What's the worst cereal? The worst cereal I had, and I was actually really hyped for this cereal when they first came out because I like the cookies. Oreo cereal. When Oreo made cereal, that stuff was horrible. Yeah, like the it Oreo It tasted cereal? like what I would think chalk would taste like. It I was, thought it tasted like cardboard. Like, yeah, it, cardboard. It tasted it, horrible. Tastes like you were eating the box. I, was like, I, was like, I don't know. It was, it was and just, then and then they went and put marshmallows in it. <laughs> And uh, just try to make it better, just, but I don't like marshmallows. Yeah, okay. So I didn't even once I had it, I was done, man. I, I we wasted that box of cereal. I remember so much. Like this is not even had to do with cereal, but this is about wasting food and how my parents hated wasting food. One time, I made like chicken nuggets, and I put a whole bunch of ketchup on the plate of chicken nuggets, whole bunch. And my dad's sitting there watching TV, and I eat all my chicken nuggets, and he's walking past me, and he sees I'm like I'm done, Dad, and he sees all that ketchup, he's like. No, you're not. <laughs> you eating that ketchup. That's a lot of ketchup you ate. I want to teach you a lesson. He gave me a spoon. Oh, I had to eat that ketchup. That's man. disgusting. I hate ketchup. <laughs> you hate ketchup? Okay, I hate the thought of oh, eating just ketchup. Eating just ketchup. eating ketchup. I don't know. Like, okay, this is not about cereal, but this yeah. is something that I find disgusting. Any type of condiment, like mustard, ketchup, barbecue sauce, just put the thought ranch. Put just the thought of putting it in a spoon and put and just eating it like. All, all, the, all those things I just named off, I love. Yes. And I put on my food all day long. But but the thought of just eating it without makes me want to throw up. Without anything else? Without like, anything else. So when you think of a condiment, you really think it has to go. It has to be on something. I, could, I couldn't just like squirt mustard in a spoon. And I love mustard. Yeah. And then just put it in my mouth. Just the thought of that makes me queasy. Dang. I don't know, I don't know what it is. Because it's not that I don't like them. Yeah, it just... I know. It kind of makes sense because I... After that, after the hell ketchup thing, while I still sometimes occasionally have like condiments, now I refuse like if there's chicken nuggets or French fries or stuff, I usually just eat them plain because I don't even want to risk. You don't ever want to have having to that eat flashback of me the ketchup again. Eating just ketchup, but I'm wasting condiments. Hey, but that's a good lesson though. It's not yeah. harmful. It's not you harmful know? at all. It was, you know, taught you to not, you know. Uh, and your dad was right. Don't use that yeah. much ketchup. No, don't be wasteful. And that's a port like small little lessons of life that you look back on, like. At the time, you're like, man, dad, why are you doing this to me? But you actually come to appreciate it because you learn something from it. You're like, all right, I'm, yeah. I'm never going to do that ever again. So, you know, kids. <laughs> <sighs> but uh, I mean, we pretty much covered all the cereals on that topic. Yeah, but let's move. Um, press on. Let's talk about video games and, those, video, and video game consoles. Games. I feel like 
first let's talk about our consoles first that we 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 both had then go into our game all right let's talk about the ones we remember all right these are the consoles i can remember at the top of my head that i own and ours are probably gonna be the same i had the original game boy i had game boy color game boy advance game boy sp and game boy ds then i had sega genesis super nintendo The Nintendo, I had the Atari my dad owned. I had the Nintendo 64, and I had a PlayStation. So you pretty much had every gaming system. I, and I still, to this day, I get every gaming system because okay. of that. Okay. <laughs> I had um every cool gaming system. Anyways. I had the Game Boy Color. I, I never had the original Game Boy. Okay. Um, I had the Nintendo 64. I never had the Super Nintendo or the first Nintendo. I had a Sega Dreamcast. Nice. I had I was jealous of my cousin when he got that, and a PlayStation One. See, the second Dreamcast, I think, was a failure. It had no good games. Well, well, I grew up to re- no, it had good games. What I grew up to it realize that the failure was is that people could get the games and burn a copy and make a duplicate and then play that game. So people would buy, get the rental games, and just oh, and make a duplicate it. of them. Yeah, and then that's cool. Not waste the money. only game I'm I remember uh, for second Dreamcast, like that is still in my mind, like to this day. Was um, it was a Star Wars, some Star Wars game, but it's pretty much like you're just like it's like this arena, and you're just driving vehicles around, and just blowing each other up. You're just, it's all about <laughs> the Star Wars vehicles. So okay. you have like the the ATST, you know, the Tatooine speeder or a snow speeder, or just vehicles, and you're just driving around. And you have power ups that you can pick up. It's kind of like a uh, Twisted Metal, only for Star Wars. I forget the name of the game. That's that's that and um the uh, I don't even remember the other right. dude. I have, I remember three games that are pretty big to me in Dreamcast. Even though I didn't own it, my cousin did, and I was really jealous. I remember uh, having one of my uh, my cousins, older cousins, came down, and he was in college and everything. So he would play a Dreamcast game, and he had a keyboard, and he would play House of the Dead keyboard edition. So you know, to shoot, you had to actually. Oh, okay. and yeah. It was like a speed thing. And I was always like, man, that'd be so cool to do that. I also remember Shenmue. I never played that game, but as I got older and then I finally played like Shenmue 2, I really wish as a kid I you had to play that to game? experience that. And then I uh, remember uh, this name. I don't know the name of this game, but it was like an RPG. It was about this kid who had like a bionic arm attached to him, and he's just running around fighting little monsters and stuff. Okay. You know, it was pretty... You know, Dreamcast was pretty cool, and I think it was ahead of its time. It just bad yeah, I, I don't remember much about the Dreamcast, but I because I think when the Dreamcast came out, there were so many good games that like I was watching my dad play and playing with my dad on the Nintendo sixty four and the PlayStation one because they were kind of all out around the same time. Yeah. And the Nintendo sixty four, I remember. I mean, you had the original Goldeneye. Yes. You had Zelda: Ocarina of Time. You had Star Wars, the first Star Wars Rogue Squadron, Rogue Squadron. which I think Sucked. that Rogue Squadron is the best one out of them all, out of all of them. Yeah, is the original one because there's other ones like I, I remember. Was, I, I sucked at that game. They came out with uh, so it was like Star Wars Rogue Squadron like four or something like that. And yeah. They came out for the GameCube and they try to like incorporate like land battles where you're running around as Luke and stuff. And I was just like, this is what Rogue Squadron is. Okay. But um, uh, so yeah, Star Wars Rogue Squadron, and then. All the all the original Mario games, you know, other than the original Mario from the Nintendo, like Mario, but like Smash like Bros, Mario Party, Smash Brothers, Tennis, Mario uh, Tennis, Mar- uh, Mario Kart, Mario Kart, uh, 
So we're he talking Mario Golf. I remember that. Too. Yeah, they had Mario. They had Mario yeah, all Golf. Good, all good Mario. Mario games. everything, any type of sport. Yeah. And then um. After you know you know even with the Mario's then yeah the Pokemon games. So, I mean, the main Pokemon game was Pokemon Stadium. Yes. That was pretty much just where you could choose any Pokemon you want to, and then you'd battle, like, all of the gym leaders and try to get all the badges. Yeah. And me and my dad, we, we'd play that game for hours. I would also like, in Pokemon Stadium, I would play uh, the the side mini, like, mini games. Oh, the mini games were the best and part. Party. And that, that was back in the day where, like, when you bought a game, you got every single bit of content that you bought that game for. Like, this is one thing, like, now that I think about it, like, what do you find more enjoyable? Because now that we have online, you can play with friends. Do you like having split screen when you had your friends over playing over how online is now that you just talk to everyone over the world? Do you feel like you lost something with the online? Thing? I like having split screen more. Yeah. I like having split screen because I feel like there's more energy and there's more, like, me and you, we play all the time together. Yeah. But nowadays, it's mostly, like, we're co-oping online. And so, like, yeah, I'm talking to everything, but there's just something about, you know, you're hanging out with your boys, you're just sitting on the couch, you're split screaming, yeah. split screening, you know, yeah. you're working you, through. You feel that, I feel like you feel that extra energy because you feel, you see expression, you see excitement, you yeah. see body language, it's like, oh man. And when you get something, you feel more accomplished because you got someone there to see you witness it mm-hmm. and stuff. And so, like, online where you don't see your friend get that kill or do something cool because... He doesn't have that, and that's why like a lot of people didn't like it. But I really enjoyed like the Resident Evil Five game, you know, because it was it was split screen. It was still kind of creepy, but yet you could be there with your partner and you're doing it all together. You're solving puzzles and mysteries together. And then Resident Evil Six came out, and it was like it wasn't scary anymore. And so like that's why I like I like split screen games like that. But um, yeah, I I definitely wish they would make more split screen. Yeah, or figure out a way to corroborate that like. Even like now that we have all these connects and I thought like you can still have like a split camera. screen aspect. Yeah, you could even have like because we have cameras and stuff now. Like use your that camera connection as you're playing a game. If it's optional, have your friend see you on the top screen somewhere in the corner. Yeah. So you see him playing the game, and you just have that aspect, or just still have the option to do and co-op. I, I don't think that takes. I don't think that's too far off. Yeah, I mean, there's not. probably people who do that now. We're doing VR now, like so FaceTime, like so intense. But uh, a game that my dad brought up to me today, like while I was on the phone with him, um, Pokemon Snapshot. Pokemon Snap? Yes, Pokemon Snap. It was for the Nintendo 64. The dumbest game ever created. I still have it. I don't even think... I think they stopped making it. I don't even think you can find it anymore. No, they made Pokemon Snap too. Oh, they did? Yeah, they made the second one. Oh, that's surprising because this but game was horrible. I actually, All you did... I, I know you just took pictures, but you it was on a roller coaster. It's not yeah, like you even got to rail. run around. You were on a ride. So it's like a rail shooter, but it's a rail picture thing. Yeah, because you're not even shooting. This is the thing I liked about Pokemon Snap. I know you might hate it, but I like throwing apples at Pokemon. Like cause they would do like they get hurt. I remember that, like I saw like a Charmander walking around this like fire pit and I threw an apple at it and it's like and it fell into the lava and I was like, ha ha I was pretty like sadistic kinda as a kid. Like not sadistic, like, I want to kill like. animals and stuff, but it was just funny seeing like me throwing rocks or stuff at. I mean, the or, one thing that was cool about Pokemon Snap was like because there was a lot of hidden stuff, and so when yeah. you got because uh, there'd be certain things you would have to do in order to take a picture of a certain Pokemon. Do you ever get to the end? Because at the end you can see like uh, Mew. We were yeah, dude, like had they had all the legendary yeah. ones at the time. I don't remember if we beat the game or not. That was a long time ago. Oh, the birds. Yeah, they had the birds, and then they had uh, Mew and Mew too. Yeah. But they, there were certain things that you had to do in order to, to see everything. And when you did it, it was gratifying. Yeah. But 
once you did it, there's no replay value. It's just like, why do I want to go take pictures of these Pokemon again? That's, That's just true. the way I see it, though. It, w- it was because you would have to. I know there's no replay value at the end once you did everything. But at the beginning, it was like you had to, in order to advance to the next stage, you had to unlock new things, unlock new secrets. So it was kind of like the game that almost led to the way of having a, like secrets and hidden treasures in a game. That you can find yeah. if you just pay a little bit closer. And this attention. was back in like 2000, yeah. or you know, I won't ni- say it was the first because I 1999, I can't that, but and definitely interesting. During this time, it was like there were like cheat codes weren't yeah. a big thing, and like cheat guides weren't a big thing, and you had to actually get on the internet, get on the computer, look for them, and then either print them out or go back and forth. It wasn't like I could be playing a game, look up on my phone like how to do something, then do it. Yeah. So we didn't even use like strategy guides or anything like that. So it was just all these all this stuff you're figuring out on your own. Pretty tough. And then uh, PlayStation 1, uh, Metal Gear Solid, of course, was the main game that I remember with my dad. I, that's like the first game I remember. I didn't even have Metal Gear Solid first. I had the... Uh, Third one? Oh, yeah. The no, sec- the you played the second one first. The VR, oh, VR, the VR missions. missions. I had that. I, 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 the, what got me to Metal Gear was the second one, but the PlayStation 1 that when we ha- had a PlayStation, because it was my brothers who were just coming to visit us. And he had this uh, Metal Gear VR missions. My dad like, played this game nonstop. And now, I, I like, when I started getting into Metal Gear, I always thought, you know, my dad knew everything about the story. Yeah. But then it came to come to find out, you know, my dad has no clue what Metal Gear is about. Oh, I, you talked to him about it? Yeah, I was like, you know, because he knows now because he listened to Game Chronicles and everything. Okay. But... He, he had no clue what it was about because I'd be talking to him. He'd be like, yeah, all I did, I would just click through all the cutscenes because I just wanted to see how fast I could beat the game each time. I mean, because he, he got to the point where he could beat the game. I was like European extreme to where like you have one life. If you get seen or whatever, you, the game's over. There's no save. Was that like a mode you had to unlock? To get yeah, you have to beat it on hard and you get European extreme. Okay. That was like, you, there's no saves. If you get seen, the game's over. No, you have like no weapons or whatever. Barely in hell. How did you do the boss battles? Then? Well, I mean, you had weapons, but you didn't get like the trank gun or anything. Oh, okay, okay, you, there was limited ammo, limited health, like everything. And he, he was able to do that back in the day. Damn, that was beasting. He, he played has it all the time. He, has he tried it? Like, has he tried to do it anytime? Like now? Uh, I think he tried to play it a few years ago. He's definitely not as good. <laughs> yeah, he as he was. Skill. I remember I listened to it. Uh, was listening to this podcast once. They were talking about how if you got older, when the guys were like, "If I get older, uh, you lose your ability to play games." It was like your reflexes best. go down a little bit. Yeah, that sucks. Like you lose your ability to to uh, be as fast as you used to be. Yeah, it's just like not only can you lose that in like sports, but now you can also lose that in video games. Like, will there be a day when I'm 80 years old? And I'm like, I want to crank back up. Um, some Metal Gear and kick some butt. <laughs> Another game <And> like <laughs> was uh, Tekken Two. I played Tekken Two. I play a lot of Tekken Three. I never the time. But I suck at fighting games, so yeah. I was I, me and my dad always would verse each other. And, you know, I was little, so I get mad when I lost, and so he probably let, <laughs> he probably let me win more times. Oh, I remember the fighting game. Me and my dad would play a lot, and he would get mad at me. Was my dad loved the game Killer Instinct on the sixty four. And he would always beat me. He would always be Sonya Blade. And I eventually found, like, this skeleton guy I could choose. And I would just do the slide move that he would do. So I would just spam, just keep doing that move the whole time. Is and I would beating? kill my dad. My dad would get mad, mad, mad. It's so mad that my dad was training to beat me. <laughs> he was like, he learned how to do combos and everything. 
And after that, I could never beat him because he would just combo me. He's like, uh, there was no way I could do it. Once I went into it, he'll combo me and just keep that combo going until I died. Uh, but not only would, like, my dad loved fighting games like Killer Instinct, but he also loved, like, uh, you probably didn't know about this game, but on 64 was, because I'm from Washington State, so one of our, our players on the Seattle Mariners, Ken Griffey Jr., had his own baseball game called King Griffey Jr.'s uh, Major League Baseball. My dad would play that game so much. Like, that was the thing that I would go with. I remember, because now my dad, like, now that I'm older, my dad would watch me play video games from home, and he likes to watch me. But as a kid, my, one of my fond memories is me watching my dad play yeah. his video games, me watching him go through that stuff. I think that's a good thing. I think that's how a lot of us get into games, yeah. too, especially when we're little and our dads are into gaming, and, you know, we get into it that way. Yeah, it's almost like your imagination just up. It increases your imagination mm-hmm. seeing things. So I even remember Resident Evil 2 when my, my brother playing that and me hiding under the covers. I was so scared of that game. Yeah, but now I can play it like, oh, it's fine. Well, now, I mean, the graphics on it definitely aren't up yeah. to par. It doesn't look as scary. But I, uh, technically, Frogger. Frogger? You remember Frogger? Did you play Frogger? I didn't play it really, but I know of Frogger. I had Frogger for the PlayStation 1. I, had it for I the- played it all the time. <laughs> I, I remember having, like, playing the Atari version, the first, like, little Frogger thing. Uh, I, I had it. I remember playing it like Spyro. That was for the PlayStation 2. One of my favorite games came out for the GameCube, and that was Mario Soccer. Mar- oh, Mario Soccer. Me and my dad played that all the time. We I- got so good at that game because you could play you could play against each other or you could yeah. play two people on the same team versus another team. Me and my dad, we, we, we would beat teams like 10 to 0. On, we, I wish we'd be playing I don't on the extreme. Don't make that game because I remember Mar- I never I never owned Mario Soccer when I had my GameCube, but I remember playing at like at my church like like little youth group uh, hangout afterwards, and that game was super fun. And I was like, why didn't they make another one? It was just it's just like you said, it was that intense? You got to pick your team. Who you guys gonna have your guys? Your striker, your goalie, and everything. Yep. And you saw your skills. It was very fun. Uh, but for me, like for my my GameCube, one of my favorite like. Uh, Mario games because I always felt like he got the 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 shit in of the stick was Luigi's Mansion. I never I understood Luigi. how to play that game. I for, it was so like at first I didn't understand it, but I learned how to how to beat the monster. That was like one of the first big games when I started getting into being a completionist. When I really went into learning how to understand the roots of the game and beat it, and it was fun because I was like Mario, just being Luigi. I just had a fun time. He was being goofy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was being so goofy. I was yawning. <laughs> Just being goofy. A deep yawn at that too. Yeah, but I was. Mario and I tried to do like Mario Sunshine and stuff like that. Those games were fun, but I just I like Luigi pretty much the most. So I remember like, trying to play Paper Mario for the GameCube. Aww. That game was boring as hell. Thousand Year Door. You might offend some people because they had Paper Mario for the sixty four, GameCube one, and they even have a Wii Paper Mario one. People like the RPG Paper Mario. I didn't get it. Yeah. I didn't understand it. I I didn't know how to play. It. That's why I didn't like it. I yeah, I wasn't into RPGs at that time, so it was hard. But I kind of understood what what to like about it. I just it was like intense. It's like long. Yeah, but pretty much. I mean, there's so many games that you know we were introduced to. Those are just some of our our favorites. Yeah, I really the, held in, and we're yeah, probably the, forgetting some stuff, and probably back. Oh, definitely. I oh can guarantee. God, I remember this. We'll remember after we turn off the, you know, yeah. put our mics down. We'll be like, oh man, we should have talked about that. Yeah. But uh, so next up, our we're gonna go into our imagination and scary dreams because every kid has them. Yeah, every every kid has them. Vivid imaginations and so everyone has nightmares, even adults. 
last time we did this when we had our good podcast, I told a ball pretty good good story about my my scary dreams. And you're gonna tell me again. And I'm gonna tell him again. Cause, there you are. Because I'm gonna do it. So, as a kid, what haunted me the most, and this was because I kind of saw a little bit of child's play, you know, Chucky and stuff. You know, Chucky running around and everything. Yeah. So one Christmas, my parents got like me and my cousins these like these these dolls these dolls just like Chucky just like black kid overalls he has a hat and everything it's like my my little buddy or something okay like let let's just stop right there for a minute why did your parents get you these dolls I don't know was it because they thought you would like them or were they like all right we're gonna scare no, the no, crap no. out they of they thought I, we would like them and wanted a little buddy because we you were young and I was pretty, <laughs> I was I was a pretty shy kid already so they didn't and I liked playing with toys and everything. So I thought they'd be all this be a cool. It's like oh, oh, our little, yeah. our little boy Ernesty. And I he needs a little buddy. <laughs> they got a little deal or something. Uh, but that toy scared me so much and haunted my dreams so much throughout my years from elementary, middle school, almost, almost to the start of high school, because I had this toy around and it scared me to death. And I'm gonna say like my one of my biggest dreams of it was like. I would be like, I would go to bed, you know, go to sleep, and I'd be sleeping, and I, my dream would always start like this. I'd be like, eyes closed, and I'd be like, I would just hear, Thomas, Thomas, Thomas. I'm like, huh? Mom, what? And, you know, still, you know, just thinking it was nothing because it would go away, then say, Thomas, Thomas. Then I get up, and I look around, and I see this doll just sitting up in my room just looking straight at me as I get on my bed so I'm like you know dreams can be so vivid and real so I'm like I'm I'm sleeping dreaming this but I, I I'm standing sitting up in bed and I see this doll just look at me just looking straight at me not saying anything anymore and I'm just like leave me alone my little buddy and I get out of bed and I <laughs> you even called it. it you even called it your little buddy yeah I, I didn't know the name I wanted to say my little buddy I I don't think I had a name for it, but it was it, he was my little buddy. So I'm like, leave me alone. And I pushed him away. See, that's where you, that's where you messed up. And then I pushed he, him. He didn't like that very much. <laughs> so I go back to sleep, and then I hear Thomas. And this was when I felt like pressure, like he was holding me down, starting to say, and I start freaking out. I'm like, mom, mom, and, I, and this is when I snap out of my dream. But my body is completely like like sleep paralysis. Sleep like yeah, sleep paralysis. Like gone, you're awake, crushed. but you can't move. Yeah, I can't move at all. I can't scream. I can't do anything. My, nothing's working, and I'm just like sitting there. And I'm just like, <sighs> it, that was terrifying as a kid because I had a, nothing to do. I I'm scared like, right now. I was just like, God help me, God with the power of God, I can do anything. God, and I was just <laughs> I was freaking out hard, and I would have those dreams continuously. Like I would have it. Like nights later, I would have the same dream. We do the same thing, but then I would like run away to my parents. Like I remember me like running away from them, and my parents were in the living room, sitting there talking. I'm like, I'm running at my parents, but I I would hit this invisible wall, and I fall down unconscious, back, my eyes closed, and then I hear him go, Thomas, Thomas again. I would, oh my gosh, man. And then sometimes when I would wake up and not be fully deep sleep, I would like wake up and I'm still like. Waving, I would see like things running down my hall because I would keep my door open. I've my never parents. been able to see with my see, door open. See things like running down my hall or looking in my room. I, you, I had that crazy imagination. Yeah, you Yeah, some scary stuff, man. Till this day, like even when I watch like scary movies, like 
Like I remember in high school when I went to go see that Paranormal Activity when I was getting its reins around, or even the Blair Witch Project when my after watching that movie, my parents and my dad was like, at the end of it because it was like it was a real movie. My dad was like, "Hey son," I was like, "Yeah, dad, it was real." And then, oh man, my parents were cruel, but yeah, you know, he's trying to scare I, you, fearness. They want to teach that you conquer fears, but man, I would like haul after like seeing Paranormal Activity with my friends so bad, like, and I'm like 16, 17 at this time. I dropped all my friends off at their house because I had a car and I parked my car. I ran into my house. I ran into my house hard. I parked my car. I was like, one, two, three, run. And I just took off. I like I, I prepared myself to sprint into my house, open my door, open as quick as possible, have my keys ready. That's how intense scariness, scary things would get to me. Now I'm like on this big like adventure to conquer fear. That's why I want to play like all these horror games. But still like horror games these days are like, Okay, I can't do that one. I, I wanna don't want to just run away the whole time. I want to be able to fight the enemies, so I can't like. So play you started Outlast. you started training in your dreams. Yeah, preparing myself for the possibility of that happening in real life or something. I don't know. I'm glad I didn't have your dreams when I was a kid. <laughs> Man, that's crazy. I my my dreams they were pretty tame. tame I had like life. I had like one nightmare that I had like over and over again, and that was where like. I would be at my grandma's house and we'd all be having like dinner in the kitchen, you know, around the table and stuff. And for some reason, like every single time, you know, my dad or my grandma would be like, you know, go get something for your room. And I don't remember what it was, but like, go get something for your room. So I go, I go into my room and just like in my room, like kind of like just standing in my closet, would be like this old witch lady just standing there. And she'd be like, don't come back here. Or I'm gonna take you. <laughs> yeah. So I just I'd run I'd run back into the kitchen. I'd be like, Mom, Dad, like, you know, there's a old lady, whatever. And for some reason, every single time they'd be like, "Go back and get what we told you to get." And like you don't understand. <laughs> and they'd be like, uh, "No, go, do it." Yeah. And so I'd be like, oh, "Whatever." <laughs> I guess I'm dead. <laughs> So I, I'd head back, head back to my room, walk in there. This guy would be frowning facing back. Yeah. Well, I guess we got to go back because the parents said it. Yeah, and so I'd be like, I'd go back in there. She'd just be standing there. She'd be like, I told you not to come back. She'll snatch you up. Yeah, so. and then, then I'd wake up. Oh, my gosh, man. I had that dream. But that's, it's definitely not as scary as your dream where I would feel like pressure. Yeah. Or like someone dragging me away. You ever had sleep paralysis though? You ever I've had sleep paralysis okay. before. But it wasn't from a scary dream? No, not from... really. It was just from like, I'll wake up and I'll be like, oh, just, I remember what's weird. Like I would sometimes my sleep paralysis, I would just sit there. Like I'm up, but I'm just sitting there until it wears out and my body starts, starts functioning again. And I'm like, <sighs> and I go, you know, take a time and breathe. I even like, do you remember doing like, were you ever brave enough to do this as a kid? Go into your bathroom, turn off the lights, and say "Bloody Mary." No, I don't. I don't. Ow! <laughs> I have always. I don't believe in ghosts. Yeah. Oh, okay. I never have. Well, I don't believe in ghosts for the sole purpose of if there are if ghosts are real, then the rest of my life is going to be scary. Okay. <laughs> so therefore, I just tell myself I don't believe in ghosts. All right. But if there are ghosts, and if those things are a thing. I'm not going to do anything to provoke the unnecessary. Okay. If you know what I mean, like if, even if there's not a bloody Mary, but even if there is, why do I want to chance that? Yeah. Cause uh, you got to look at it this way. 
This is how I look at it, at least. All right. There's a 50-50 chance okay, 50, Bloody 50. Mary is going to come out and scratch my eyes out. She's <laughs> either not or she is. is. It's that simple. That's smart. That's, smart. So that's, rather, just, that's not a gamble. A it's not a gamble that I want to take. Right. Like I was reading, I was, uh, I was reading, I was talking to some people. There's this like elevator challenge. Yeah. Towards like you go up and you do like this certain thing on an elevator and you got to do it by yourself. If you do it right, you'll get to, like to the fifth floor, and this like l- girl will walk in the elevator. And you're not lo- you're not allowed to like look at her or talk to her or whatever. And then you'll hit the first floor, and if the elevator goes up to the tenth floor, that means it worked, and then it opens up. And you'll be like, that'll be like a new dimension. And so you'll walk out and the little girl will be like, where are you going? And you're not supposed to look at her or talk to her or anything. Or you'll be screwed forever. And so it's like, okay. Yeah. It's like a challenge or whatever. So I'm just, I'm just like, but why, why, why do I want to go? Even that, you know, it's actors. You still don't want to play. This is actors, right? Or this is like a real, No, this is a challenge. What do you mean? You know, it's like on the internet saying, if you do this, you will go to, it's not, it's not like a haunted house. It's saying if you do these certain things, you'll go to another dimension. Where at? Any elevator. It's the elevator challenge, Thomas. Is if you like, we can look it up after this podcast. Okay, but That's weird. it's they said you, a go a, a little girl walking to the elevator. Well, not necessarily a, a girl. They'll say I don't okay, know how girl, old the girl is. And they're just like, do not look at her. Do not talk to her. Yeah, there's rules. If you do, I If I do what, you will not come back. I was like, but what about the person who did do that? How how did you know? That didn't work. Yeah, I mean, if you gotta do it of by course, yourself. I don't believe it's true. <laughs> I don't believe it's true. But then again, all like, right. I don't want to get stuck in another dimension all by myself. You're right. And if I did do it, I'd want to do it with a friend. But the rules specifically state that you have to do it by yourself. And I'm not doing it by myself. Forget that. If I'm going to get trapped in another dimension, it's going to be with you. That's why I like playing, like, scary games with friends. I need someone to give me courage, be confident. I remember me being, like, I remember in school when I would go, like, uh, uh, to debates and stuff with friends or do public speaking events. And I would have friends who were younger than me, and they'd be like, "Hey, man, can you help us talk to these people?" And like, you know, I would, I got more confidence when I had to help others when than I would when I was just by myself. I'm just like I feel better when it's like, oh, I got to do something for someone. So it gave me more confidence to go out there and do it because someone was relying on me. So I felt very, you know, prideful that someone thought I had that confidence to do that. So it's pretty cool. Random, but. Just, yeah, I mean, just came to me. <laughs> as as a kid, imagination, man, scary yeah. things, scary things. Just, I was afraid a lot. Like except me playing Dragon Ball Z at recess. I was afraid to scream Saiyan. really bad. Scream? Yeah. Oh, I remember yeah, there was one Halloween. Movie. We, um, you know, it was me, my dad, my mom. We, were, you know, we were trick or treating or whatever. I think I, I can't, I can't remember how old I was. I was probably like five, six, seven. <laughs> I just or thought like, about something super lame. But around around that age group. And we go up to this one house, and they open the door. And there's a dude in a scream mask. I was so scared to scream. And I dipped. <laughs> I was gone. I was boosting. I, I was ran. like, I just, I just imagined that. Like, you guys walked up. That guy opened up. And you just like, you just turned it around. And he was like. Phew. I was gone. Nobody could catch me that day. I got back. screaming? Or Hell you yeah, I was screaming. Oh. I ran all the way back. I ran back to my grandma's house. I didn't want to trick or treat the rest of the night. I didn't even like it for me. Like, even though I would be too scared, my parents didn't even believe in trick or treating. So, I never trick or treat until I was seventeen, and I did that with friends. And even then, when I did that, I didn't have a costume, so I just yeah, put on little, my suits. You're a little old at that time. Yeah, I was pretty old. I put on a suit, and they're like, "Who are you supposed to be?" And I was like, "I'm a businessman." 
I remember that. Wow. Vividly. I think I think I stopped trick or treating around like 14, 15. 14, 15? Yeah. Right. Either way, man, that, that one night, I was scared to death. I was scared to death to scream. I always have been. <laughs> I can watch Scream now. The, he's not scary. It was yeah, just the face. Yeah, the face was. His long face. Kind of horrifying. I remember actually, like, Scream, like, when they did, like, Scary Movie, they started making those humor masks of Scream, like, him, like, being, like, oh, with the tongue out, and tongue out, and all that stuff. That was pretty funny. But, yeah, man. But, all right, guys, um, this wraps it up for. Yeah. This podcast, we covered a lot of stuff on our childhood. Uh, feel free to leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, leave a comment on SoundCloud. Leave a like on SoundCloud. Send us an email Yes. on what you think. You know, we got questions for you guys. You know, let us know what your favorite cereal was. You know, what your favorite childhood game. Your cartoons that you recommend or put, that you used to watch. Yeah. And stuff, or anime. Oh, I love anime now. So, any so yeah, you on that? send us an email. You know, leave us a comment. We'll read them. And, uh, you know, just participate. Participation. We like that. So you get a participation grade. Yes. We love you guys. So much. Oh, and uh, be sure, you know, we're going to be having, in about a month or so, we're going to be getting our YouTube channel up and running. Yeah. And that, that's going to be a big thing. We've got, we got, we got a lot of plans. As, we, as we've been saying ever since we started this podcast, we've got a lot of plans. We just got to make those connect. We've got, we've got life changes that are happening in the next month. You know, things are pretty hectic. But after it's done, we're going to be settled into where we're going to be for, yeah. you know, for a while. And that's when we're going to be. Everything really, will really, fall into place where we have, we'll be still doing our podcasts week by week. But we also be doing like we're gonna have let's plays and we're gonna stuff. be able to have our own little studio. Yeah, it's gonna be everything. Everything's gonna be in one place. Yeah, we'll be, have a place to do it instead of just setting up you know makeshift tables like yeah. all this stuff. It's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be good. So just stick around, wait for that. We got that coming. Um, check us out every single Thursday, our naked podcast. And uh, yeah, thanks. Goodbye, guys. Right. My name's Kessler. My name is Thomas. See you later.